Welcome back to Made in March, a college hoops podcast. We are here recording on Monday, November 11th after a pretty stacked week on a college hoops. Finally, a few upsets, few ranked teams fallen. And um, but before we get into the specifics of it, first we want to shout out Cassius Winston's brother who tragically got hit by a train over the weekend. That is just that's just absolutely awful, absolutely tragic. It goes beyond basketball. It's one of those things that goes beyond it. And so obviously, this is a college basketball podcast, and we hope that it doesn't affect Cassius and that he can uh, keep playing and whatnot. But just hopefully that him and, and the whole Winston family is doing all right after this. So um, that's just how we want to start it out. We typically don't get too serious here, but um, yeah, our thoughts and prayers go out to the Winston family. And um, it is also Veterans Day today, so if you guys could... Thank a veteran if you haven't, even if it's the next day. Uh, what they do for us is also beyond basketball. Absolutely. So tonight, we'd like to start it off with some of the biggest news in college basketball over the weekend, which is James Wiseman is <clears throat> being declared ineligible by the NCAA. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that, Charlie? Yeah, sure. James Wiseman, the number one, he was the number one recruit, if I'm not mistaken, right? Top five NBA yeah. prospect. Top, top five NBA prospect. Probable number one. Yeah, probable number one. He would have likely been the number one overall pick. Still, who knows? He still could be. <laughs> but anyways, the NCAA deemed him ineligible to play for Memphis for the remainder of the season. Him and, Penny, and Coach Penny Hardway were actually in court an hour before their tip-off, their second game, um, when he was deemed ineligible. He somehow, I, I don't know how, but the judge gave him a pass to play in that game, which could cause further implications, which I'll get into in a little bit. But basically what happened, just we'll give you the brief synopsis. Penny Hardaway um, contributed about $11,000 to James Wiseman and his family to help them move to Memphis while he transitioned into going to college there. Um, a lot of people like to shit on the NCAA for this because they say that this should be allowed. You know, it's just a nice gesture. And while I agree it is a nice gesture... This is a pretty blatant violation of the NCAA rules, and I, f- I don't know. I feel like James Wiseman should have known this. Yeah, yeah. This was prior to James Wiseman committing to Memphis, and yeah. it, and although Penny Hardaway wasn't the head coach of Memphis yet, he was a booster for Memphis basketball. Yeah, he had so, associations with. Yeah, them. so so he is definitely in consideration <laughs> as a booster since he had uh, association with Memphis basketball still. Um, so this is just. A definite violation of James Wiseman's uh, or of the NCAA's rules. And one thing that I don't like that the NCAA does here is they use it guilty until proven innocent. Um, I think that I, I, agree, I think I, I think like Wiseman that. I think Wiseman should be able to play until they come out with a final rule until if they come out with a final ruling on what actually happened and if that uh, deserves uh, ineligibility for James Wiseman the rest of the season. I mean, I I actually thought it was kind of kind of funny how Penny Hardaway, this new coach at Memphis, yes, he was a great basketball player, but he just starts bringing in all these big name guys in Memphis. You knew there was something fishy. There yeah, was something there was fishy. definitely they're, they're something fishy. About like it. five top one hundred recruits. There's no way they could have brought all five in without some kind of like, and they go from zero to one hundred, a team that was yeah. average to say the least, yep. to mm-hmm. a team that's now a top fifteen team. Something that had to be a little. Fishy. Memphis. I'm not saying that they're. A mid-major or anything, but they're the furthest thing away from a blue blood when exactly. it comes to college basketball. Exactly. So it did seem a little fishy. Um, there is a little gray area when it comes to this um, because Penny Wiseman played despite the NCAA deeming him ineligible, and that was right when he got out of court or whatever. The judge gave him a pass to play. The judge has no affiliation with the NCAA as far as I know, and 
there were rumors out there, and once again, there are rumors at that. We do not know if this is confirmed or not, that because he played in that game while the NCAA had deemed him ineligible, that Memphis as a team may not be eligible for the March Madness tournament when that rolls around. So uh, that's something to keep an eye on. Once again, they are rumors. We do not know, but... I seriously doubt that they yeah. will be ruled out for the NCAA it's just because he played in one non-conference game that they would have won anyway. Um some question why Wiseman would play in that at all. That's I but, question that. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I can I can question that as well, but they might rule that game ineligible and they could forfeit him for the game and they might take a loss there. But I don't think that their March Madness hopes are taken away just because of this incident. I mean Memphis has been this has had a pattern of this type of recruiting for a while. I believe Coach Cal was at Memphis, Coach Cal Perry. Yeah. And, and there was and there was a lot of fishy stuff going on. Uh, around him, and that's why he left and went to a different program. Let's be so, real. There's fishy stuff going on at just about every university across America that's when true. it comes to recruiting. recruiting. Yeah, but, but yeah, Memphis, Memphis seems everyone. to have a pattern. Yeah. Memphis seems to have a pattern. Um, so this is just... Sad thing to see. I wanted to watch Penny Wiseman just go absolutely cool on everybody, but... James Wiseman. James. You're, you're getting him oh, mixed up. Bad, my bad. James <laughs> Wiseman. <laughs> and it also could be where just... Penny Hardaway gets suspended as well, and nothing happens with the team. He should get suspended. Know. He should get suspended. Yeah, I think he absolutely should. He, he, he will get suspended. He, he, he knew more than James year. Wiseman. What, exactly. Yeah. What I think is interesting here is and now he's, he's, is the transfer portal is brought into this. He'll probably enter the transfer portal. So I have the schools up that offered him uh, going into the season. So he had Memphis, obviously. Why would he transfer? Why so would he, he could transfer? Play for the rest of the season. Because, because would, would he, he can't play for t- would Memphis, he not? No. no, would he not? I don't think he'd be eligible to play next year either. Oh, I believe he? he'd be eligible to play this year if he transferred. There's no way. He yeah. can't play. No, he cannot. You How could not have to wait oh, I absolutely believe he can. You, have to, you can't just transfer to a new school it's for like second semester and play on their team. Yes. This is a different situation. No, it's not. Because this is a recruiting situation. It's almost worse, though. Yeah, you can't just... Because it's a violation. Flip schools. It's not yeah, just a transfer, it's a yeah, violation. It's a and violation. even if he could... Listen, there's a lot of gray area when it comes to this. The NCAA has like I'm being attacked right now. <laughs> but listen, listen. nobody knows what's going on. Listen, if you wanted to transfer and did have to sit out a year, why transfer? You can literally just declare pro and you will be a top five draft pick no matter what. He is what. that good well, when he has I, that option. I, I don't yes. know. Can he declare pro if I he hasn't actually... You have to play a full year. No, you don't. You have to be a year out of high school. You don't have to play a full year. Michael Porter. That's the rule. I, I don't know. I yep. still think I still think the transfer portal brings in something interesting just because he he has only played two college games. Okay, I think I think no he, way he's gonna transfer. He could potentially transfer. I think it's a very real possibility. And all I'm saying is the schools on his list that offered him are Arizona, Florida State, Kansas, Kentucky, UNC, Texas, and Vanderbilt. And honestly, I think he goes to Kentucky. I Ooh. I don't know. I, I think but that's that brings up a valid point. If he just shot out, if he indeed, if he indeed does have to wait a year, why wouldn't he just go pro? Exactly. He's that good. He's that good. I don't know. Anyways, I don't want to talk about him too long. Is there was a lot of other news <laughs> that happened in college basketball? Most significantly, Alex. I know he's your Let's guy. Let's start out with uh, Big East preseason projected player of the year, Miles Powell, uh, senior guard from Seton Hall. He. Um, had a serious ankle injury in their win this weekend, and I think he's going to be out multiple weeks. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how big the implications are on that because I don't know. They're they're not they're not that good of a team, but he is. He does run. Come the on, team. they're top fifteen. They're in the ranked. Country. They're ranked twelve in the AP. <laughs> Who are they playing? The Big East. Is the Big a, East is a low conference. Okay, well, I don't get. Me are they not playing? They're playing Michigan State this week. They're playing. We will see. Yes, but yeah, without, have it, have that is a games. damn shame that we will not be able to see Cassius and. Miles Powell on the court at the same time. I mean, Miles Powell is a a top five college buckets player. 
That's true. Yes, that is, that true. is a massive loss. That is in a the end, loss for a mediocre team. It, but in the end, this doesn't really mean much to the team. I don't think because he'll be back in about three weeks. I mean, they're. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen reports that say a week and a half to. Like a month is like. I mean, he's missing way maybe the biggest game of their season against the number three team in the country. I know, but what I'm saying is, in the end, I don't like they might lose a game here, a game there, but in out of conference play, I would say if you were to get injured at any time in the year, this is the ideal time. That's probably true. That is true. Um, any other players that you guys want to get into? Another minor injury. I mean, Jalen Wilson got injured for Kansas. Um, I know Wesley does not really believe that Jalen Wilson is that much of an impact player, and it at least needs to be thrown out there because he's going to be out multiple months. He will. Yep, that's true. He's a freshman coming off the bench, not a starter. I mean, impact player, but Kansas, I feel like, is a really deep team, and they'll yeah, probably be, they'll be just fine without him. Kansas so, has been ravaged by injuries recently. Last have, year they had a they lot. Azubuke being out Azubuke, last year, yeah. was, that hurt them a lot. They still went past Northeastern. <laughs> but With uh, Vasa Pasika? Vasa Pasika. He was a good player. Um, now I'd like to get to some upsets since our last podcast. Uh, some big ones here uh, I would say would include Oregon State be- beating Iowa State. I that was a big that. one. Uh, Texas knocking off Purdue. On that the road. On, on the road, yeah. yes. That was actually a good game because te- I actually watched that game. Did you guys watch that game at all? I did not. Hey, I did Luke, not catch it. there's your Big Ten for you. There was no no gel Eastern. <laughs> there was no gel Eastern. Eastern. He played in the game. And he was not Yes, good. he did. He was three for ten. Oh, boy. But minor, minor Purdue, injury, though. Minor injury. Yeah, he, he, he was, was probably hobbled a little bit. But Purdue, Purdue shot very poorly in that game. And I had to hand it to Texas Shocker Smart. Finally got his guys playing in the big games. And they actually shot very well from three. Seemed like every drive that they were just draining threes. Another big upset. This one comes in a rivalry. On the road as well. Florida State, 63. Florida, 51. Number six, Florida. A dominant lost win. At that home. is, that is shocking. State. And, they, and Florida dominant. State lost a bunch of their starters last year. That I mean, Florida State was not expected to do anything this year. They were year. not expected to do anything. That's a huge but win. I think, to yeah. I think this is a testament. I think this is a testament. for that game? Uh, not here. currently, but... I think I Alex and Florida. Uh, what, what did like it is a test? This is a testament to the They're Big East, though, or to the ACC. I'm sorry, testament to the ACC here, mm-hmm. though. This is what it's going to be like in ACC play. This is what conference I'm most excited bath. to watch mm-hmm. because this is going to be a lot of teams knocking off other teams. Even if some of those teams might not have good records in conference, they are going to show up and play hard every game. I mean, I don't expect Florida State to make much noise no, this year. Florida, but you're right. It is a testament to the conference. Twenty-eight percent from the field and eighteen percent from three. That'll they, do it for you. They lost that, by a lot. What they, they lost by twelve. Twelve. Yeah, that's yeah. surprising. They're the number six year, ranked team. Only only had five field goal attempts. Over five from the field. Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't player of the year, Luger? Wouldn't player of the year? Possible. I think not showing up for big games. Yeah, he needs to quote unquote big games. Yeah, give give him some time. New system, new system, new players. Give him some time. Yeah, so I don't want to say. overreact too much to that game, of course. Um, and also, going off that Oregon State upset over Iowa State, I know we have all slandered the Pac-12 here, but put some respect on their name after I do this not first believe week. I have after this, once. <laughs> after, this, after this first week, Big Ten, put some respect slandered. on their name because Utah <clears throat> won oh, they by 94 points over Utah- Mississippi Valley State. Who is Who's actually a Division a one team. D1 team, unlike Valley Forge, uh, for those of us who listen, for those of you guys who listen to that second podcast, 
They won against a D1 team by 94 points. That is absolutely insane. The Utah Utes. 143 to 49. It's not Utah State who is the better team in that state. I think that, that that's just embarrassing. How can you take a loss like that? <laughs> that this, is embarrassing. So, somebody that, delete that this team. Just needs a somebody delete this team. Uh, another, another big win for the Pac-12 was unranked Washington. I said this. I said this was the time yeah. for the Pac-12 to make a statement. Which they did. I didn't expect it in the Utah game, but in this one, I said maybe if Washington can go on the road to Baylor, or wasn't it? Might have been a neutral game. I believe it was on the road though. Washington. I, I watched the game and I still don't know. <laughs> Washington. <laughs> Washington beats Baylor, not at home, and that that was an obvious obvious. Big upset, big win for the Pac-12, um, and then another one I said to keep your eye on is Illinois, Arizona going in and beating them by 19 like they did. That's a statement win. Mm. Illinois, Illinois might not be ranked, but they have talent. To be fair though, Illinois also only beat Grand Canyon by 10 points. I swear, Grand Canyon is an <laughs> online school, and since when do they have a basketball team? I could this not is new tell news you. to me. This is news to everyone here. But getting back to the Washington versus Baylor game. That game was actually surprising because Baylor was not shooting that bad in the first half. They were shooting pretty good from beyond the arc. But once the second half hit, the Washington zone just seemed to swallow them up whenever they tried to take it down into the paint. And you got to hand it to Washington. They really kind of came alive in the last five minutes of the game, secured the win. I think Washington could be a team to watch out for. Are they ranked in the new AP poll? They're not. I bet they got a few votes, but they're, they're definitely a team to watch, I would say. Another Pac-12 team that did sneak in, though, Colorado. They did. They had a big win against Arizona State. Yep, Arizona yep. State by 10. Big conference win to start off the season, yeah. Colorado from the Pac-12 sneaks in at number 25. Washington, Washington is they're, in AP wait, Top 25. Really? Washington is? Yeah, they're ranked at number 20 right now. Hmm. That's it. Wow. The, the Pac-12 is taking the Top 25 by storm. Oh. There a, lot of, a lot of different teams from Pac-12 are sneaking in in that. List them off. Late, late spot. Um, Colorado. Washington, Arizona. Those are the okay, three new teams, I believe. Bad. Well, Nico Mannion can talk take about that some team. illegal recruiting. Arizona, every single year. Are you just mad? You're Did just salty that he didn't go to yeah. Marquette. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, some, some other big news in the AP Top 25. Kentucky getting number one. Did they deserve it? I say yes. They beat Absolutely. Michigan State. I say yes. Michigan yeah, State. I don't know. Duke number two, Michigan State number three, and Louisville coming in at number four. They dropped Kansas to I five. I think Louisville was the only other team to get a bid for first place in the AP poll. Yes, that's if I'm correct. Not they got yeah, one that's vote. correct. They got one. I don't know who voted for them to get first. <laughs> yeah, who, but who is? <laughs> just throwing it out there. Florida, after their loss uh, no this week dropping. to Florida State, I believe they dropped six six spots. They're down to number 15 now. No, they're at they, six. They were, they were, they six. were six. So they dropped, dropped nine, nine spots, spots. to 15. I'm, I'm also kind of shocked that Maryland, or that UNC hopped Maryland at... UNC hopped up to six, Maryland's at seven. And I'm not saying is UNC's not a better the, team. Is that because Rhode Island kind of hung with Maryland for a little bit? Yeah, you, you, Rhode Island know, but was Mar- Maryland, Maryland, Maryland looked half-time. really good at not their Not until halftime. Halftime they pulled away. That's but. Russell. Yeah, but that's... But that's <laughs> that you, guy has a case for the coolest game. name in all college basketball. You First name, Vats, F-A-T-T-S. Last name, Russell. I have quadruple checked it. That is how it is. It's not Russell Fats. St. Mary's jumped up two spots after their neutral win over Wisconsin. Yep, that is just absolutely. That's just, and re- regardless, that's Wisconsin is that is horrendous. Mobile. Wisconsin is terrible, an unranked, mediocre Big Ten team, and St. Mary's moves up after a win against them. 
Evan I mean, I guess. Fan. Memphis moved up, too, in spite of the James Wiseman and Penny Hardaway news. I don't, news. See, I don't know. You guys answer, answer this to me. Do the AP voters vote, vote on, on what they're looking at in the future, or do they no. just vote on the team no, they as vote right, now. right now? Okay, so then I agree exactly. with the Memphis ranking. Exactly. If they were to extrapolate James Wiseman's absence, I would definitely not rank him that high, but I would believe they'd still be in the top 25. I agree. No, I'm not saying they shouldn't be in the top yeah, 25. Yeah. I'm saying I thought that they should have stayed put. Um, Their wins were convincing. Like, if you just forget about all the outside news. that That's true. Who did they play, though? Do they play anybody significant? Once again, probably like the school of the blind. Like, <laughs> a, lot of these, a lot of these out-of-conference games are pretty uninteresting. I'm going to be completely honest. And, I, and I'm shocked Auburn didn't move up more than two after a big win over Davidson. Who is a good who's team. A, who's a sneaky team Davidson to watch out for this year in the A-10. Uh, yeah, Davidson can shoot the rock. I watched the game. They... They played some good As ball. Every every t- mm-hmm. they seemed to hang around the whole game, but at the same time, Auburn never let them back in. So I thought that that was an impressive win. And I mean, Washington did beat Baylor, but I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about them hopping Auburn. Uh, Virginia jumped up two spots to number nine. I mean, they lost a lot of guys this year or last year. Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, DeAndre Hunter to the NBA draft, but I mean, they still got. Uh, Mamadi Diakite, I think that's how you pronounce it. Braxton Key, Kihei Clark. I mean, I, I, feel like your boy. I feel like the they're flying man. under the radar this year. Short I have not man. heard anyone say that like Virginia is going to be a I, national I agree. They, champion they, contender. I mean, Tony Bennett, he like after their loss to UMBC, he got a lot of hate, but he's a great coach in my opinion. They've generated very little buzz yet. I don't know if any team has scored over 50 on them. Like, they have... They held James Madison to 11 points in the second half. <laughs> oh, 34 to total. They, and they beat... They beat... They beat... They beat... They beat... Cuse 48-34. So... Yeah, their, their defense is just <laughs> absolutely just swallowing He knows how to teach right defense and hustle, except for the first round of the NCAA tournament where they seem to come out flat every mm-hmm. year. That's true. Utah State, did they stay at 17? I think they did. They did. They did not Utah State, after yeah. a... A first game that was... Not so great. They had a convincing win against Weber State. Uh, is that Damian Lillard's alma mater? That is Damian Lillard's alma mater. Yeah, they, they, they looked like a better team. And once again, they are still without their big man, uh, Keita, I think. Yep. That's how you pronounce the name. Granted, Five, they, five, are, five, they are a better team than Weber State. They, okay, they, they, they won they by about pay, 70. They, they did, won they by they like 70. Them at 34 they do points. have <laughs> Abel Porter. Let's not forget that. Abel Porter Abel was Porter. throwing out dimes. That Mini game. Ricky Rubio. Yep. And the dynamic doodle of Bean Burrito. Bean Burrito. Um, I would also like to shout out Oregon. Um, I know oh, that I know boy. that's kind of oh. become a staple, but um, you know, Luke, I remember last podcast you challenged me. You said, "With Kenny Wooten gone, who the heck is going to help Peyton Pritchard lead Oregon to multiple wins?" But Anthony Massis, another guard, shot nine of eleven. Shout out George Bush from three for Oregon. Okay, come on, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> On Veterans Day. Exit the table. On Veterans Day. How dare you? How dare you? That was for the memes. It had to be done. But anyways, that is... Now watch this drive. (laughs) Now watch this drive. That is, if he keeps his play up, that could be a pretty good backcourt for Oregon come March. That's true. Uh, Some other wins that aren't going to seem big, but I think were some important wins were... North Carolina beating UNC Wilmington on the road, 78-62. Good mid-major. Yep, good mid-major. And another good mid-major that challenged Kansas for a while until they pulled away late in the game. UNC Greensboro lost 74-62 to to Kansas. And I think that that was a (coughs) big win as well, just given that they're a good mid-major school. 
uh, on Saturday, I I do agree with you. Oregon did get a convincing win over Boise State. Not terrible. Not terrible. I'll give you that. Team. They're a football <laughs> school. They have a blue, blue field. field. <laughs> yeah. People tend to blend in with the grass. That is, yeah. I would hate to play on that field. That would just be terrible. That would be absolutely terrible. Um, there's only one top 20 game going on tonight, and that's St. Mary's Winthrop. Another irrelevant top 20. <laughs> and Win- Winthrop, Winthrop, is, Winthrop is currently up uh, 10 it. minutes into the game, 14 to 13. They were at our high school. Yeah, practicing. Were, yep, shout out. I think Before the NCAA tournament game. Tournament, All I know is they got, seed and they they got, got destroyed. <laughs> they got their they got asses destroyed. beat in by like Purdue or something. It was not <laughs> even close. But that might be the only ranked game on tonight. But there's another pretty intriguing game that is happening right now. It's basically Alex versus Luke. Big East versus Big Ten. I mean, <laughs> DePaul goes on the road against Iowa, Luke's favorite team. And they're up 17 right now. It's it's eleven really minutes left. Close. Eleven minutes left. Yes, there are. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying Iowa can come back just because we saw what they did against Tennessee last year. Now I know they lost Tyler Cook, but they but they this still is a have whole new a year. I don't know if we should live in the past because I heard nothing but slander against DePaul's name. Yeah, DePaul is and probably the worst team in the Big East, Luke. And they no, I, I would say St. John's right 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 running Iowa out of the gym. They are three and zero. DePaul's three and zero record. What's three and zero? Who have they played? Come on now. They have played a Division Three team, granted. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> All right, uh, I think. Well, Luke, go for it. Uh, we'd like to give our local shout out again as South Dakota State oh, won two more I games. Saw that box two more right games. Uh, the first game that they played was against a bum school, not Division One. Uh, they played Peru State. Now I don't know oh, if that that's a, that is, that's is from. Is, are they in America? That's a good question. We, somebody, somebody look that up. Somebody look up where Peru State is. <laughs> but um, anyway, Alu Dillon, sixteen minutes, another good amount of minutes again, and six points and four rebounds. So quality performance. Is he the there. first person off the bench? Uh, I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Uh, and then they also had a big win over Cal State Bakersfield, who made the tournament a few years ago. They Double did. overtime, ninety three to ninety one. Uh, and also another local shout out UWM. I think they did they win or did they lose? It was like quadruple overtime. Oh, it was absolutely God. insane. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that they won. But I don't I don't know what this means going forward for Alu. I mean he he only played six minutes in that big game against Bakersfield. There were two people on the bench that played 36 minutes. Hmm. So I don't really know, but we'll see going forward. Maybe it's because he had four personal fouls that game. Quite possibly. The Theo, that, John, the Theo John special. <laughs> Theo, Theo, Theo John, John loves to pick up stupid fouls. <laughs> he's literally and out it's there always within the first five following. minutes of yep. the game. He's just out there running around and following people. That's all he's out there for. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think it's time we move on, talk about upcoming games this week. So to begin, we have the Gavit uh, tip-off games, which yep. are Big East versus Big Ten. Oh, boy. Oh, cannot and, um, wait to watch those games in the tomorrow, presence of Luke and Alex. Tomorrow, in fact, we have Creighton against Michigan, a team that Luke also enjoys. And not part of the Gavit tip-off games. I don't know if you guys even know this game's going on tomorrow. Memphis is going to Oregon to play in Oregon. That's really? A great yes. game. Memphis versus Oregon? That I will be glued game. to my television. It James is on Wiseman. ESPN. Will, he will James Wiseman be playing? That could be a, Stay tuned. That's a key because Oregon Stay does not have tuned. many big guys. They're more a guard-led team. And I think that James yeah, Especially without Kenny dominate. Wooten. Without the Wooten yeah, and the Stars. Yeah, they don't have Wooten in the Stars, but... Uh, I, I not- notable Gavit tip-off games, Villanova at Ohio State. 
That is a big one. Wesley, big Wesley one. is big team Ohio State. I'm a big and fan Alex of is State. a big Villanova believer. So Jay Wright is be a Jay fantastic Wright. college basketball coach. It's gonna he be is fantastic. fantastic. Just he's amazing. a heck of a buckets. He's coach. a heck of a buckets coach. Another big one that might fly under the radar because it's not top twenty five anymore. LSU number twenty three is heading on the road to LSU. VCU. VCU is hosting LSU. That is a good game. That should be a big VCU one. VCU dropped out of the Wednesday. top 25. Yeah, I know. That's Despite winning it's both not, their games. Yeah, it's they not, almost lost. That is Did strange. we talk about so, that game so, or not? So they're going to play with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. And what what day is that, Alex? Is that, is that Thursday? Or, yeah, that's Wednesday. But I'm talking about the Marquette-Purdue game. At the uh, Pfizer Forum, downtown Milwaukee, you know, Marcus Howard. It's, he's not going to be going up against Carson Edwards. Incorrect year. statement. It is at the Cole Center. No, nope. we, we, we are not talking oh! about that. Oh! <laughs> we are talking about Purdue Marquette. Oh! A matchup to watch. The first oh. loss that Marquette's going to get. Oh, that will be the second. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Matt Harms, to Matt that Harms will absolutely Matt Harms lock Theo John. That is an if absolute Theo John match. It's the other way around. <laughs> is that a guarantee? No, it Matt never Harms is. Matt Harms <laughs> probably got six or seven inches. Who can run Theo the floor John. better, Theo John inches or Matt where? Harms? Matt Harms has more energy than Theo John. He plays with more energy. And how do we determine how more? Just because Theo John's eyes are always kind of like half open. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Matt, Matt Harms plays with energy. He gives Purdue a lot of sparks that they need. That's what I think the key is to winning the game. Um, are you going to be, be, be in attendance? Oh, absolutely. I will be in attendance. You know, it's classic. I'm at most of the Marquette games. Maybe so. Nojel Eastern will be on the court again. And maybe he will make so, so, it. So if you... So if you ever go to a Marquette game, just text our at Made in March podcast account and see, oh, yeah. and see if Alex is going to be there. Shameless plug. We are now on the gram, as they call it. Um, you can find us at Made underscore in underscore March underscore podcast. Um, our like profile pic is just Dickie V. Looking big. Let's all get out. Looking, <laughs> looking, looking mighty chopped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we actually have pretty quality content on there. Um, we have updates on upsets, um, injuries. injuries, the whole James Wiseman situation, which is still unfolding, um, and hopefully memes to come once once a uh, meme master Luke gets rolling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another big one that we love to see here at Made in March Podcast Industries. Friday, oh, Gardner, Webb, Gardner Webb, Gardner Webb, 0-2, oh, heads God. on the road, heads on the road to number six, UNC. Man, oh. we would love to see a win out of Gardner Webb. <laughs> okay, if Gardner Webb wins that game, I will consider shaving my head because <laughs> they're 0-2, and, and you think and they're, they're gonna go into UNC and, and win. win against a. That would be. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying that would be hype if they did. It absolutely would. I might have to watch that game over on Just, ACC Network. It'll be good for about three minutes until <laughs> Cole Anthony starts the game out with 15 straight, and then it's over. Uh, number eight, Gonzaga heads on a road test on Friday at Texas A&M. Thoughts on that one? I think Texas A&M pulls this one off. Big upset here. Really? Really? Yeah, that is Texas a, A&M pulls that one off? Texas A&M has got like, their first year of recruiting with Buzz. Exactly. And another perennial great coach, Mark Few. Yep. He just always gets his boys winning at he all does. times. He wins the big games, too. Also, Friday night, we've got uh, Monmouth taking on Kansas. Never forget when Monmouth, Monmouth had bench. The, the very cool bench, that bench celebrations in the tournament. Since, since then, I'm, pretty sure, they're, I'm pretty sure their winning percentage is sub-100. So, you know, hopefully Monmouth... <laughs> this, sounds like a, this sounds like a... They have been ass. so bad. <laughs> that means their record would be like... <laughs> One in ten. Three in... Wait, no, under 100. It's like 
I have to think about it. Was, it was a hyperbole chill. Oh, okay. <laughs> it would be like one and It'd be 12. three and 30. It sounded like you were. But, but I think I can say with confidence their record has been under 300. It, they okay. have been terrible. Yeah, I believe that. They have been absolutely Fair terrible. Are they in the conference with like Quinnipiac? Yes. Where they almost came and like won the conference tournament <laughs> last year? They're not good. It's definitely not good. <laughs> It doesn't matter. No matter. They lost to Hofstra by 30 or 20. <laughs> Who is Hofstra? Hofstra, Hofstra was actually going to win their uh, conference last year before. You don't know anything before, about No, before Vasa no, Pusica and Northeastern oh. came and upset them in the semifinal. Vasa Pusica was Vasa Pusica very good. Was very good. Oh, I thought oh. they upset Charleston. I believe they upset both, actually. I believe oh, they. Okay. I'm not sure if they faced Hofstra in the semifinal or the final, yeah. but I know they beat Hofstra. Let me tell you, well, we may lack in knowledge of the Blue Bloods here at Maiden March. We make up for for our mid-major knowledge. Random knowledge. We know these conferences like nobody's business. Um, other than that, I think that we're good here, and there's a big uh, week of games to watch out for this week. I think there will be a lot of teams that fall second week. You'll see the true colors of teams a lot more the first week. Teams still knocking the rust off a little bit. Maybe that ends this week. Maybe it doesn't. I think the door is open for some upsets. So. We are in for a great week of college buckets. We are. Indeed. indeed. And once again, you know, we just have to throw in the shameless plug again. Follow us at Made in March podcast with underscores between the words. Um, you'll know it when you see it, once you see the Dickie, B, Dickie V profile pic. Um, Gives it away. We're going to be coming at you with some quality content. And um, aside from that, we're definitely going to come with another podcast. Later this week. Later this week before the Marquette Wisconsin, Marquette, Wisconsin game, which will be hotly debated. That might have to be a ten-minute segment in its own. Also, also stay tuned on our Instagram. We're putting out some polls, and we'll be putting out some underdog picks that we have this week, and some other pick'em games from us. And you guys can see them, and then we'll have polls on our story that you can vote on yourself, and we'll see what Made in March Nation thinks. All right, that does it. And until next time, this is Made in March.